It must come from somewhere. It just must. From some person, place, or thing. Some feeling we had long ago. Of friends known and friends lost and friends becoming. It must come from somewhere. Or what are we? These things that listen, speak, write, sing. And even more importantly, what is it? And the mountains come bubbling up out of the sea, and trees and flowers, like men and women, at their fringes let go of the old and what does not matter. And some instances of love are so bold and grand, they hearken to the divine. Father for child, child for mother, bird for song, and twilight passes into night. And night dawns in the dark, and the stars come out, and the longing is left behind. And all that is left is the desire for the more that is to come. Soul, I have known you like I know my bones, and I have put myself into the bodies of others, and they around me entwined until there was nothing left but awe. Nothing left but awe and out from that gratitude. So it comes from within, you say. Yes, but where is that, I say? Does a rock, rain, stone, sun, man have a within? Or is it just we're able to place ourselves inside of them through sheer brute force, strength of will, and raw imagination. Does it matter? You say in return. I'll be damned straight it does, I exclaim. And the world continues to turn, oblivious to us both. So we tilt our heads back and laugh at the merriment the merriment that would say, you and I are different things. What folly, what consternation, what joyous, uninhibited ridiculousness of a world to put two bodies in separate forms, yet also give to each of them a feeling that they are somehow bound together. Though it will remain forever completely mysterious and just as unfathomable, we think ourselves different. Yet always there is no place to put our finger on it. Like a name we know by heart, yet have not the courage nor ability to put our mouths around. The strategy of every good fantasist is to elongate themselves until it is day who are the needle's eye. Just a diffraction grating. Hold them up to the light and you see only rainbows. Yet to each sober child is also given a bit of that same fancy, and as well to the old it is given. Yes, the old too have their folly. Walk closely to them and listen to them breathe. 
walk close to them and listen to them as they breathe. In the center of all of this, there is something coming out. Call it moment, call it time, call it future transformed into past. Love, glazed over eyes, insanity, call it something. Yes, by all means, call it something. Call it something. If we but sit, truly, truly sit, we can see, feel, hear, taste the first tree, the original life seed. And it grows out of us as we open our mouths, air thing passing in, air thing passing out. His mind is my mind, and he has no face, and she has no face, and I suckle from it just the same, and I suckle from it just the same. Moments from now we will turn away, we will turn away and see other things which also have names. But are they more or less real because we can put our hands around them? Finger bone to finger bone wrapped around my thumb as my daughter took her first few breaths, heard her first few sounds without her mother's womb to cushion the blow. The tree knows that each leaf that falls, it is only we who call it that is still a part of it. And in the same sense, each puff of breath a man or woman exhales is still a part of them. Because, because, because when the tinder gets torn from young men, whether in battle, loneliness, or love, something, something is able to lift their hearts in time, except Accept, accept, accept with open arms as wide as you can possibly spread them is what this all says. But yes, you have to listen longingly and care freely. It says dream of bold things, doing the unexpected and the least protected. Then and maybe only then you go against your instinct. And maybe it's cause, cause, cause that is, really is, really is the only way to keep from going extinct. Are you as glad as I to have a part of the one within you? To have a you, though however infinitesimally small, that is still a part of the whole thing? History tells us this will all pass. Only a few names will be scribbled into my journal. Perhaps not yours, perhaps not yours. And wait long enough, and even those carved into stone will also pass. Moonlight. Rose petal. Soot. Ash. Cobbler's pitch. Long walks. Hearing the world think when no one is there to listen coming like there is no tomorrow.
it all comes from the place where you put your hands to it. Huh? It all comes from where you put your hands to it. But I'm alone. You are never truly alone. And it is the third self which is the hardest to place. Gaseous, sublimating off of everything. The undertone, subtext, that which has no feeling, no intention, no will. So why bother listening at all? Perhaps a sound will be made that wakes us up, calls us out of the crowd that cries out, Stand at attention. But those days have forgotten us, only true when we last left school. Now our minds are more akin to fish than trains, and they swim and gyre about. All the while, the minnows just off our bow. The sea is just out of reach, but we can feel it when we put our hands to our chest and we can taste it on our lips after a hard day's work. And the tide rolls in. The tide rolls in because each day turmoils are sent our way and we must seek out new courses to sail through them. I want to tell you a story. Almost now, 25 years ago, I thought I was God. That is to say, I believed, felt, knew, as you know you were listening, that if I thought something, then it became true. I would think flowers into my hands, birds out of my mouth, and all my troubles away. As you can imagine, this made me exceedingly difficult to get along with. As you can imagine, I had trouble coping, that is to say, fitting in with reality. When my parents saw the state that I was in and how frustrated I was that, through my eyes, the world was not playing along with me, they immediately took me to see a psychiatrist. It was not long after that I spent a month in a hospital regaining my sanity and getting back in touch with reality. I repeated this pattern two more times after that, regaining my sanity, losing it, thinking I was God, and regaining it. Yet, yet, yet it left me with the glimmer of what I can only call the sublime, and a much humbler attitude toward this reality that the others are so intensely focused on. Sublime, mind, reality, sound, meaning, voice, air, life, death. Hope. Hope. That is the eternal truth. Hope that there is some consciousness or law which can see the reason to all of this some one or thing to which all of this makes sense, even if it is the whole thing itself. And so we humble ourselves to that, to serve all those who, like the rest of us, 
have no real, that is to say, tangible clue as to where our souls are. Sometimes they're in our children's eyes. Sometimes they're in the kisses our lovers give us. Sometimes they're in a bus door held open by what we, our better judgment aside, call a stranger. It does come from somewhere. It does. It comes from the desire to surrender. The desire to surrender over to it all of our love, hope, and goodwill. And rest assured, there is some meaning to it, even though it is we not we who know it. Unconditional love gets the better of us all. Is that which cannot be known without saying a word communicates. You are one, and you are known. You are one, and you are known. In all the languages of the world, my love pour into you like milk from the mother that saw fit to give birth to this oh-so-beautiful of a universe.